Hey guys, we're on social media. You should follow us at the Dirty Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Drop an iTunes review. Takes two seconds. Leave that Twitter or Instagram handle, and I will send you two koozies. Like us on Facebook. Yeah, we have a Find Facebook us on page. Friendster. That's right. Get up in our space. That's right. On MySpace. Follow me on Bumble. Swipe right on on the Dirty Sports Podcast. Yes. That's our plugs for today. Just just do it. Also, if you're in Birmingham, Alabama, come <laughs> to see me at the Stardome. <laughs> I think it's technically in Hoover, which is near. Hoover. Hoover, used, Alabama? They used to have a really big football program. Did they? Hoover High School, for real. Is that, is that, was that the MTV show? I think it might have been Hoover. Okay. Well, come to that if you're down there. Come to see me at the Stardome. The Stardome. The start, at the Stardome. The Stardome sounds like a place that you would go see in the movie Dodgeball. The Stardome to me sounds like it's like where Ed McMahon runs like Star Search, but if you don't win, you have to fight like Max, Mad Max style. and that's where you're gonna be telling jokes in the stardome in birmingham alabama hoover alabama yeah hoover yeah i guess is near birmingham joeprano.com although it's not up on your website right now it is now okay did you check today did you check now i didn't check now check today okay i checked yesterday yeah there you go i'm I'm spying on you okay dirtballs enough of me ranting uh let's start the show Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey. No chill, pray now. Andrew, good eves. Oh, dropping the eves on me. How are you this evening, Joseph? I'm all right. Just all right? Yeah. You know. What you need? Nothing right now. I'm good. I've got a Miller Lite. I've got a water. I've got a little basketball on in the background. Got some sports to talk. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I need anything in the in the moment. You sound a little depressed. Mm. You're like a therapist. You nailed that one. Yeah, yeah. I would t- I would say, dude, the, the depression level is high. The knee. It's, yeah, amongst other things, the knee. The knee is just a baseline of depression. Is yeah. It, you know, it's hard to uh, it's hard to get out of it. It's hard to get a, away from the knee. You know. I just want to walk away from the depression that is my knee. But I've, I'm going everywhere with crutches. Everything is a pain in the ass. Yeah, but you, you've you had – let's give an update. You went and saw the doctor the other day. People might notice, the the uh, the, the viewers of the tube, the you out there who enjoy the tube, um, the last few episodes since the injury, I've had a big brace on. The brace is gone, and I now only need to wear it in what the doctor called high-risk situations. Which Wa- I guess means when people are around walking down Mildred, walking down Mildred, <laughs> fighting, fighting, 
fighting bouts in the Stardome. Um, anywhere there's a crowd, yeah, bad weather, whatever. High risk situations. Yeah, but otherwise, if if I'm going to be safe and I'm going to be, you know, unbumped, I can now be without my my uh, brace. So that's that's my update. Which well, is good. And the, and the another update, which was surprising, I didn't think I was going to get this. You know, you took me to the doctor on Monday. They took all my images and they said it. The doctor now said I can do whatever I want in terms of moving my knee that I am comfortable with. Yeah. So I can bend it as much as I want. I can twist it as much as I want. I can't stand on it. <laughs> that's that's the one limitation I still have. You just can't use it for its purpose. But uh, but you can bend it as much as you'd like when you're sitting down. So that's that's a fun. Fun little thing. Just I tell you what, though, man. Away. This whole this whole knee about process. As far as I can bend it, but how much does it make you really appreciate these athletes that go through awful knee injuries? Right. It's got to put some perspective on that. Yeah, I mean, it does. Uh, it also, I just, God, you know, the ACL, MCL, all that stuff that you always see, and you're like, ooh, that looks so bad. I. I I wish I had I wish that's what happened you know the the ligament stuff in the end is a far easier fix which I never knew yeah I never knew I always thought that was like the worst thing that could happen to you uh, a bone you break it they cast it you're fine surgery if you ligament nope I learned you can actually have the worst of both worlds if you break if you break a part of your leg you gonna snowboard again I I I'm planning to you are yeah. That's something that people keep saying to me. I think because of my age, like people don't even ask. They just say, so that's it for snowboarding. Like they've decided for me, which I've been doing the joke on stage that this isn't something you would ever do if I injured it in any other way. Yeah. Like if I got into a car accident, no one would be like, so just the bus from here on out? You're just that, just going to keep it hyper local? That's a good premise. Just going to stick around your neighborhood? Yeah. I like, like that. I'd be like, no, I'm going to. Definitely drive again. Yeah. Yeah. To me, like I've I always thought. So wait a second. Hold on. Let me let me cut you off if I if I can real quick. So what you're saying, Joe, is one horrific injury shouldn't stop you from doing something. Looks like I'm boozing again. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the doctor told you that there could be some repercussions that come with that. Sure. But to me, you know, I've always. I mean, I'm I'm getting older. There's there's no sign that I am having a child anytime soon. But I always thought I would teach my kids to ski, yeah. teach my kids to snowboard, you know. Uh, and I'm I'm still planning on doing that if I could ever manage to have and afford them. Well, we uh, we got a fun little show tonight. We're gonna try to keep it relatively not too long. I don't think. Yeah. See you in two hours. Yeah, that's always what happens. Yeah. I want to start off by the Mildred debacle. We have to go there. Can, can we go there? I, I know it's that time of year where we can go there. I posted this on Twitter. It's probably the craziest video I've ever posted. Now, are you going to play the video? Is that part of the thing here? I'm going to play it. Because you sent it to me. I had a lot to do tonight. I uploaded the new Dirty Slides. Uh, our Twitter, for some reason, has been like revoked. But... Uh, there's a new Dirty Slides episode. If you need baseball, wait, wait talk. you're you're what? Something happened. I don't I don't know what's going on. I ta- mentioned talked about it on Dirty Slides. They have suspended you guys. No, but like, 
when I log in, they say I have to confirm my identity via email, which, but they refuse to send me an email. They're like, so put in your email address, and then I do, and then they never send it. Yeah. So, thirty sides Twitter is down. Well, I want to post this, or I want to play this video. I'm, I'm going to put it on the big screen too. I'm going to put it up top because this video is just wild. So. You always hear, hear crackheads on Mildred Avenue. You, you know this. And, and Nick, you can try. It's funny because I asked Nick. I want to hear Nick's opinion because Nick's been here like. Rock cocaine addicts. Yes. Crackhead's sort of a derogatory term these days. I agree. We, we want to make sure YouTube doesn't suspend us or anything. What are you, what's your take? Like you're well, desensitized by it now. Earlier today, yeah, there was some, you know, some hoopla outside. But yeah, like, like, like I said to you earlier, it's like you get so used to it, with, especially with the window open, it just becomes white noise. You know, yeah. just, just kind of like you live in a big city. No, it's you, not you white noise. I can assure you that <laughs> Yeah, so like I didn't really think think much of it, but Ruther has a nose for this kind of stuff. I do. Like I, had, like I know different crackhead banter, and I knew I had a sixth sense that this was going to be some real, it's going to be some real shit, right? And I was right. And I'll play the audio. And I posted the video on Twitter. You posted it on, and it has 4,000 views already? Yeah. So uh -huh. one guy basically is threatening to stab a guy with a, it's like a prison shank. And he has it. Okay. And I'm filming the whole thing. And this is the exchange that they have. And I figured, Joe, you and I can do like a play-by-play -play or maybe a breakdown. And I can pause it whenever. Let's get it. Let's get it. I don't know why it took a second. Let's try this again. Come on. I wonder if it's because I'm casting it. God damn it. This is off to a hot start. We're going to edit this one out. I don't know why it's doing this. Well, Prano, can you see it from here? I mean, yeah, I can see it right there. Okay. Let's, let's, let's play it from here. Because I don't know why it's not playing it there. All right, let's try this again. It's great. This is amazing. I mean, it's just not... I don't know what to tell you guys. Twitter does that to me sometimes where I can't hear it, the sound on a Twitter video. It was doing that the other day to me too. Yeah. Where suddenly you can't hear the sound. I got the sound on. Yeah, I know. Twitter videos do, do this to me. Wow. Is know. your site muted? No. No. Twi Twitter, Twitter videos do does, does this to me. Well, I'll be wa not, not my videos either. Just like I'll just like I could be watching this. And I won't hear it for so some this, So you can see he's holding a knife. And there he's basically, God, I wish we had the audio. He's basically saying, don't say it, don't say it. And he comes back again with the knife. Uh-huh. This, this is a shame that we can't play the audio. Well, guys, it just gives you a read. Just go on my goddamn Twitter. I don't, I don't know why it's not playing it. Because every other sound works on this. You know, Andy, you've been going to church a lot lately. Right? Isn't that true? Uh, yeah, I have been. You shared that with me. I twice, did. Twice. Twice in the past 30 days. Still throwing out a lot of goddamns, though. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. I, I, I agree. It's fine. But that, that's, a whole other, that's a whole other discussion, the church thing. It's, it's, it's a place to relax for me. <laughs> it is. You got the beach right there. You can't relax at the beach? Yeah. Okay, let the judgment come from you guys. I mean, my mom did just die. So, like... It's given me a different perspective on things. And, like, it's not turned me into the most religious person, but it's turned me into... I've always felt better when I leave church. 
So I like to go on Saturday night, 5.30 in, in Venice. I feel better. I feel more spiritual. There's some cute girls. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. See, I was trying to throw that in there. Are you, are you busting my balls a little, Fredo? What are you talking about? No. I just, I, you know, during you, you've, it seems like you've, during your moments of frustration, it seems like you have switched maybe your go-to uh, curse for goddamn, which is surprising for, for a churchgoer like yourself. I, would, I wouldn't call myself a churchgoer. You go to church. I've gone to church a couple times. You're a churchgoer. Do you have a favorite Catholic song? Uh, I don't know. I'm a big fan of Eat This Bread. <laughs> Is that a song? Eat this bread and drink, drink this cup. Comes <laughs> to me and never be hungry. I don't. I don't know that one. I'm not gonna lie. We didn't have that. I mean, Ave Maria. We all know that one. That shit slaps. St. Patrick's Church in Bedford didn't didn't do eat that bread. You didn't? No. No. That bread wasn't on our playlist. About eagles' wings. I don't know what's eagles' wings. I will raise you up. Uh, eagles wings. Oh, that's another good one. Yeah, yeah, I think maybe I've heard that. That's a good one for funerals. They put they put that one on my mom's funeral. That's like a huge funeral one. What are some other ones, Nick? Let's just talk about church songs. Let's do no sports. Can you imagine if you're tuning into our show for the first time? They're like, man, I thought this was dirty sports. Here I am, Lord. It's another good one. Yeah. Uh, you got a pretty good voice. Thank you. You want to start going to church with me? I would do that. I used to be in the church choir. You were? I was Ooh. in the church choir when I was like, I was probably in like third, fourth grade, something like that. Why'd yeah. you stop? Yeah, because I was just in third and fourth grade, you know, <laughs> like. <sighs> All right, well, let's let's talk a little sports. The game ended. Who won the game? I wasn't paying uh, attention. The Mavericks won. The Mavericks. The Mavericks won. Put on these headphones for nothing. Damn, what, did Zion, what did Zion do tonight? I'll tell you in like 15 seconds. Well, Luca and Perzingis, both 30 points. Perzingis, you know, I think it was 12 rebounds, yeah. couple blocks. Uh, Luca triple-double, 30-plus triple-double. Um, those guys. It's a good, good little duo there. I was looking for a Perzingis take that somebody made a couple of years ago toward me, and Something I like to do. I I have this I have this thing where I remember. Wait a second. So like you're going on Twitter and searching. Like for example, I remember every day that Devin Springfield dirtball. Devin, I know you see him. I know you see him. I've I've tweeted you owe me an apology. I've tweeted at freezing cold takes. I've tweeted you numerous times. I know you see them. He refuses to admit. That he came at me hard. And I spent, you know, 90 minutes going back and forth with him on the because he's a cause he's a Boston Celtics slurper. All Boston Celtics down is ah! Is this Kyrie? I said, the Celtics are better with that. Prano, this is the worst take. You know you're wrong. Like, are there is there anybody that thinks that the Boston Celtics currently are better if they have Kyrie Irving? Well, at this point, it's been proven. I know. 
They're better before him. They get worse with him. Better again without yeah. him. Yeah. Don't tell that to Devin Springfield. Oh, D Springfield. But uh, I remember that I remembered a terrible Perzingis take, but I didn't remember who had it, so I put in Fix Your Life and Perzingis. But then I discovered a great one that I had that I had completely forgotten. And the kid the kid was like, Prado, how did you even find this? Because I sent it to him. I said, uh, <laughs> it, it was great. It's great when I, fu- when I find gems that I didn't even know existed. But here's, here's a good one. I just, and I just sent it to him. Um, this was from, got to give him his, his deserved shout out. This was from uh, Carter, at Carter W321. I made a joke about Kyle Kuzma. Years ago, he goes, I don't know about top 15 all time, but he's definitely better than Chris Tapps Perzingis. Oh, the Kyle Kuzma is better than Chris Tapps Perzingis take. Definitely better. Whatever happened to Kuzma's accused rape? I don't know. I feel like that just went away. You ever notice that some of these things just disappear? It's from Flint. Flint, Michigan? Flint, Michigan, Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I did not know that. So what what were we looking up tonight? We're looking up something, right? Did his hair happen because he drinks the water still? Like what? <laughs> Maybe that's an homage to his uh, his boy Eminem then. And I never made that link before, but yeah, they're both from Detroit area. How far is Flint from Detroit? It's like like 20, 30. Is that close? Or Pretty miles. close, yeah. Minutes. Yeah. Minutes. yeah. Which I guess in the Midwest is the same thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. It is. It's not about not this not this LA life. Not about that. Nikki Dale's learning that the hard way, aren't you? Yeah. What's he learning? The traffic's a thing. Well, also, I also don't have a car, so I, I, I guess you can't say I'm learning. That. You're learning when we when we do excursions. Yeah. So. When we went to Inglewood, that was. I mean, have you been have you been like east of the 405 with him? Yeah. That's a good question. Have we? I think what we did go to Inglewood for. We're shooting a uh, Andy goes to Costco. Oh right. Okay. Went so that but, but that. Oh, the Hawthorne one. So yeah, so you were that's that's west of the four oh five. Just slightly. Yeah, barely. So we, we we're gonna have some stuff planned. Okay. I'll I'll get him out there. Do you think Steph Curry should be playing? He's Why? Gonna, well I mean yeah. So he's gonna play tomorrow. Uh yeah, I mean the guy the the, the thing is like kind of why play, but then the thing is if he's fully healthy, why not play? You know, if he's fully healthy, he's a basketball player. Play, you you know, play with some of these guys you're going to play with next year. Uh, try to end the season on a high note. Um, stockpile career stats. Yeah. I mean, and also with the NBA and their new draft lottery policy, the bottom three teams all have the same chance to get the number one pick. So they've already pretty Trust much me. secured a spot. Of, of getting the best chances. This is, this is just a move to make the fans happy, yeah. season ticket holders. First year in San Francisco. Yeah, exactly. But he, yeah, but if he's if he's full, if there's no limitations, then do it. But if I, I certainly wouldn't play if I was ninety one percent. Yeah. But if he's a hundred percent, yeah, get back out there. Can I say something completely unrelated? This coronavirus has got me so paranoid. They tell you not to touch your face and mouth. I like keep wanting to like touch my face and mouth now. It makes me want to touch it more, but I mean, not when you get when you come home from being outside. Wash your hands and then touch away. I just like I don't know, man. You know, I do that show at a hostel every Tuesday. 
just touch your face. I know. That's what I'm saying because I wanted to. I was so I was so paranoid last night. Just all, wash your hands, dog. It's all foreigners there. And I even made a joke on stage. I was like, you guys better not give me the coronavirus. I stared directly at the Italians, the Japanese. I mean, that's the what... Italians? Uh, we do. Have you seen... The, have you been following the corona, corona stuff? Bro, Italy is a hotbed. A the, lot of corona cases? Oh, yeah. Oh. Northern Italy, bro. Well, those are not my people. <laughs> I'm just saying. May as well be Swiss. <laughs> Northern Italy. It's still your people, bro. Don't hit on the boot. Are you concerned? About what? Coronavirus. coronavirus? No. I'm not. Like, I'm trying not to touch my face. I just keep you wanting just to... Just wash your hands. I know, but I keep wanting to touch my face. You got. You have God on your side. You go to church every Saturday. I don't go to church every Saturday. I've gone twice since I've been back. Although the other two times I would have gone, but we were doing live broadcasts. Anyway, this isn't about that, Joe. I'm not sure what this show's about at this I, point. I don't know either. So far, for we, we dipped into, well, should Steph Curry play? <laughs> that's, that's all we did is in terms of sports so far. Should Steph Curry play? Yeah, if he's healthy. Okay. Do you support Spike Lee? Not as a person or uh, just, a general, just a general life force. You don't like Spike Lee movies? Uh, I like a couple of Spike Lee movies. Early movies were great. Uh, Inside Man, fantastic. 25th Hours, uh, classic. Um, but Spike's are also made some trash, too. Uh, Spike, Sp- Spike's the kind of guy who smells his own farts. Spike really thinks really highly of himself. I, I smell my own farts. He, he, really, he really enjoys it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Spike... Uh, First of all, Spike has made himself this Knicks fan. Like, good for Spike, by the way. I know it came out that he's been paying, what did he say, $300,000 for 30 years. He spent close to $10 million on Knicks. The guy's certainly invested in the Knicks. Well, look. He's the, the face of Knicks fandom. But, like. He's boycotting him because he walked in the media entrance. Just the employee entrance, I think. Yeah. Employee, media, and handicap, like, I think. Yeah, there's the, exactly. He says he's been using it the entire time. And they're claiming he should be using the VIP entrance. So now he's boycotting the Knicks, and they treated him like Charles Oakley. Which, the Knicks... He spends three hundred grand a year. That's what I said. Okay. So he, spent, he spent close to $10 million on, on Knicks tickets over his 30, 30 years as a season ticket holder. Yeah. Um... Here, th- this is this is like a perfect story that tells you everything you need to know about Spike Lee and everything you need to know about the New York Knicks. Spike Lee used the VIP entrance like everybody else. That's a very important person. That is where you're supposed to enter with your ticket. Stop going through the handicap media entrance and smelling your own farts on your way in and... But, I, but I'm confused with the difference because a VIP entrance sounds cool. Yeah. So what's the difference? It's between- probably some. It's probably more convenient to him to where he enters the garden or whatever. Who knows? Or maybe he just doesn't want to enter. Maybe he wants to feel extra special. Yeah. Because that's the kind of thing Spike Lee would do. Now that being said, if they he's always done this and they've always let him, 
the idea that they then stop him once he's already in the garden, try to remove him from the garden, try to make him re-enter through a different thing. That is so Knicks. Yeah. James Dolan is such a trash bag. He is throwing people out. He is really approaching this like he is Hitler. If you talk badly about James Dolan and he knows about it, you're removed. You're blocked from coming into the garden. He, James Dolan is a joke, a terrible owner. He's run one of the marquee franchises in the NBA into the ground. And he's acting like no one should be able to say that. I wonder how much conversation... He had people removed from the garden tonight for chanting, sell the team. But that's what I'm saying. You, I, th- is that even legal? Well, it's first of all, it's... It is. It's it's running it like it's a fascist regime. Wait, what are you, Mussolini? Yeah. Hitler? You Pol Pot? Jo- we, get, we get it. You know your fascist leader. So you were just about to do another one. Joseph Stalin? We get it. You were a history major. Nah, almost. I love my history, though. What what I was going to say earlier was, you, you have to wonder at this point with him and with the organization, what the NBA, like, what is Adam Silver? Again, a marquee franchise. They're still valued. The highest valued NBA franchise is still the New York Knicks. Despite the, the fact that they're trash. That's what I'm saying. Seventh consecutive losing season, I believe. How does this happen uh, in New York? As like the most famous arena, yeah. The garden is amazing, by the way. Have you been to Madison Square Garden? I haven't. It's incredible. It's on my list. It's truly like an experience. You feel it feels different. Now, maybe this is me growing up a Knicks fan. Maybe this is me having some sense of childlike, you know, wonder when I walk in and I go, This feel, but like it feels different when you walk in the garden than any other basketball arena I've ever been in. I can't explain it. Sitting in the seats feels different. The way it's lit feels different. Everything about the Garden, it is truly the mecca of basketball. It's the world's most famous arena. It's incredible. And it is being run into the ground by a guy who... Just like how long... It's one of those things where... How long do you have to be bad at something before you go, hey, man, this ain't for you? That's my point. I, I just, I. He's been putting out a podcast for 20 years that zero people listen to. Why are you doing this? He's a podcast. No, I'm saying that was the example, like if he were us. <laughs> I was know, like, do you know was, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, no one listens. You're, he, like, it's the epitome of bad. He's a, he's a investment banker. Only loses money. Bro, you're not an investment maker. He's a doctor who just loses patients on the table. This ain't for you. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. So, you know, I just don't, uh, like, again, I am not a Spike Lee. I'm not a fan of Spike Lee the person. Like some of his movies, but seems... Always to be like, it's a very look at me. I'm look, look at how great I am. Blah 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 blah, and I that was my tweet. It getting me to agree with Spike Lee about anything is a new low, even for the New York Knicks. 
Yeah. If you let him enter through this door all the time, just let him do it. All the, you need all the good press. I was just going to that was exactly what I was going to say. The last thing the Knicks need as a franchise is just more it's negative. It's not the news. Knicks though. That's the thing. It's not the Knicks. It's just Dolan. The Knicks are still the Knicks. That's the hardest part about it. The New York Knicks franchise is still there. There's still history. There's still greatness. And it's just but being not, snuffed out by I, this owner. Can I say something though? Is there? Yeah. Because but what's the but let's 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 keep it real for a minute. What's this great history of the Knicks? When's the last time they won a title? Nineteen seventy. Yeah, but also in the nineties, in in the all through the nineties and into the early two thousands, they're highly competitive. They're the only team that that really comes close to taking down Jordan during the stretch. Uh, besides the that Magic team who beat but him. But did in the they did they ever even go seven games? Well, yeah, they did go seven games with him, and they also had series that didn't go seven games at like the Charles Smith series, all that stuff where it's like, yeah, they give, but but again, these are six and seven game series where then they go on to sweep the team they play in the NBA Finals. Yeah, you know what I mean, or win four one. It's like, and and all of that, and they sell they sold out for twenty plus years every game. Yeah. For whatever. Like, people want to be there, and now he is ruining that one aspect of the Knicks that get, that in the past has always given them an opportunity to be good, which is that people want to play in New York. Yeah. But they don't want to play for him now. It's, it's sad. It's a sad state of affairs. Adam, like, the thing about it— the thing that bothers me about the commissioners, whether it be Manfred or whatever, is like the NBA forced a team away from Donald Sterling. Why does James Dolan get to keep doing this? He just gets to say, if you if you say things at my arena that I don't like, I can throw you out? Well, you would think, not just NBA, you brought up Manfred with baseball, and then if you look at NFL— you would think other owners, I don't get why these leagues don't have some sort of agreement that all the owners, because you know none of the other owners like him, right? So if none of the other NBA owners like him, why can't they have some sort of pact or some sort of, I don't know what it is, some sort of council, like a United Nations passes sanctions, some sort of jurisdiction to say, hey, you're not good for our brand. Sell your team. Yeah, it's... It's ridiculous. The Knicks are supposed to be good. They should be good. Yeah. Not the laughing stock. It's on. It, I like that's the thing. The Knicks aren't even really a laughing stock. It's it's sad. No, like who's no one takes joy in this. Except like Nets fans, they don't exist. Celtics fans, they're not concerned with the Knicks. Well, it's funny because the Knicks. This is like an easy segue because they're connected. So the Knicks, James, not the Knicks, but James Dolan is in some huge legal dispute with Clippers owner Steve Ballmer. Because James Dolan owns the forum. Exactly. Yeah. So for anybody who's followed this, they've been trying to get a stadium for the Clippers, and I get why. It makes total sense. This is such a Lakers town. 
And the Lakers are the ones connected with the Staples Center, even though the Clippers have played there the whole time, too. And Jane, or I'm sorry, Steve Ballmer wants a stadium. And he wants to take it back toward where the forum was because that's where the new state football stadium is going. Exactly. And make that, obviously, that's going to lead into a massive gentrification of that area. And this is a way for him to get over there and rebrand the, the Clippers, Clippers with, a, with a new home. And I get it. So right now, there's like some sort of, I don't know if it's a law. There, there, there's there's some something where Balmer has property already, but it's too close. To the forum. To the forum. So now Steve Balmer is trying to buy the forum from James Dolan's group. And there's been three lawsuits between these parties. It, kill, kill, kill the Dolan. Kill him until he is dead. It's a mess, man. So, so again, we're talking about the NBA. It's not just New York. Now James Dolan is affecting a second franchise. And I think it'd be great, not only for the Clippers, but for the NBA, to have their own arena. Yeah, it would be great. Have- if, 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 if you're Bomber and you're willing to pay for it. And he is. Then, of course, it would be great. Yeah. But James Dolan's a piece of garbage. Yeah. You you know I'm glad you have a a nice cold Miller Lite. Is that is that take a sip, Joe? The official beer sponsor of the Dirty Sports Podcast, Miller Lite. I actually need another. You need another one. Ice cold Miller. Lite. Okay, well we'll have Nick will get you another one. Thank you, Nick. And uh, then we're gonna play a game, which Nick has a game. Rhyme time with Nicky D. Again? We're bringing Rhyme it back. Time? We're bringing it back. You hated it. That's growing on me a little. The fans love it. The fans love it. And, yeah. And you give the fans what they want. I give the fans what they want. I am a man of the people. You know who else is a man of the people? Miller Light Joe. And when I'm talking about people, I'm talking about friends gathering with each other, putting away their cell phones, Prano, just having some... Good old-fashioned conversations. You know, Andy, we're a sports show. Yes, we are. And I, whenever I think about going to a sporting event, I always think about having a beer in my hand. Yeah. You go to a sporting event with friends, you know, you, you go to a ball game, you go to a basketball game, you go to the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden, you get yourself a Miller Lite, and you watch men compete. I love it. Yeah. Do that. Get together with some friends. Go watch other friends. Take, fight their enemies. Take advantage a, of a, it. On a court of sport. Take advantage of Miller Time, guys. The original social media. Next time you're hanging out, share a few Miller Lights. When there's a great-tasting 96-calorie Miller Light, friends should always come before followers. Here's to the original beer. Here's to the original. The original light beer. That's right. The original light beer. Here's to the original social media. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Now, let me ask you something, Andy, because I want to tag something on to the end of this Miller Lite thing. Uh, I want to talk about Miller Lite, but that that was, that was the official end of the uh, ad read. Yeah. I want to talk about something that I've seen on social media, especially when we're promoting the, the world's finest and the original light beer. A lot of the, a lot of pe- a lot of people I've noticed have have become 
beer snobs these days. Yeah. And like, uh, I don't know if I want to drink, blah, 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 this, that. I, I hate it when people have like think that their opinion is the right opinion. Yeah. If you're going to a baseball game or a basketball game and you're asking for a, a and by the way, I enjoy a nice milk stout uh, or, uh, you know, I enjoy a nice brown ale or something like that. But if you're going to a spring training game and you're asking for a porter, just get in the get in the bullpen and let guys throw baseballs at you until your heart stops because it's a joke. Like honestly, if you're the kind of guy who goes to a ball game and has two like fancy IPAs or something, I are you even American? I'm not saying you got to go have 15 Miller Lights. In fact, I'm specifically not saying that. But if you're not going to have four to six Miller Lights while you watch a spring training ball game in the Florida or the Arizona sun. I have to ask, are you even American? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, the, the, the snobbery these days. Yeah, I don't like it. It's the same snobbery, I think, with food. It'd be like trying to charge six ninety five for a slice of pepperoni pizza. I, I, honestly? I'm serious. I know, but I'm glad you brought up the food comparison because this, for you beer snobs out there, this is what... You are. You're going to a baseball game, and you're like, do you have spaghetti and meatballs? It's like, dude, get a hot dog. This is this is what you're here for. Get a hot dog. Get a pretzel. Yeah. You know? By the way, I want to give a shout-out to the Dirtball fam. Can I do that real quick? Sure. Uh, shout-out to the Dirtball fam because it all started. Shout-out to Kyle Aronofsky. He's a lunatic. We all know this. I mean, I think he killed somebody in your apartment. Total lunatic. But Kyle started the trend of leaving a comment underneath the Venice Way Pizza Place on Instagram. And then so many dirtballs followed that they removed all comments from Venice Way Pizza's Instagram. Oh, I'm sorry, of Hotel Irwin. Irwin Hotel's Instagram account, they had one picture of pizza and they, they disabled the comments on said picture. Yes. And then now, now you've moved your uh, you've moved your doxing to Yelp. It's not, it's not doxing. Don't don't charge six ninety five for a slice of pizza. Yes, I've left a Yelp review. Venice Way Pizza. Please leave one. It takes two seconds. But this is important, Andy, because I think that sometimes, especially when it comes to you know what you did to the good people to Coyer Organica, who which you are now a regular customer of, uh, it's important that we stay focused on on the message that we're spreading, which is. The pizza is too expensive. Exactly. That's the problem. We No one's tasted it yet. So we don't know what it tastes like. It doesn't look like my favorite kind of pizza, but pizza is uh, a taste like comedy, like music, food. You like what you like. Bilbo doesn't eat avocado. You know what I mean? Well, so, well but the, the problem is $6.95 for pizza is absurd. And so if you're going to make a negative comment or leave a negative review. Make sure it's specific to the fact that their pizza is too expensive. Because if they bring their pizza down by two dollars across the board, if you have a two ninety five slice of cheese and a four ninety five slice, I still don't understand how they're charging two full dollars for pepperoni. Well, that's another problem. But if, but let's say they were to do that, three and five dollar pizzas, still absurd. But at least we have made. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot then. By the way, I'm not seeing my review. Where did it go? See, this this is this is some bullshit right here. 
They're they're getting people to leave reviews today. These BS reviews because me and a few people left them yesterday, including Kyle, including Nick over here. Nick's review isn't there either. Yeah, not there. Now you know there is a button like toward the bottom, which is like sort of show all reviews or something like that. Bro, this is all reviews. Okay. They've taken out my review. They've taken out Nick's review. So they're uh, they're censoring you. Who's censoring me? They can't censor me. They're getting Yelp involved. I'll, I'm gonna keep. By the way, my review was my review. Nick saw it wasn't mean. It was literally that. It's it it said I will gladly support your place if you lower the prices. I I was nothing. I was tenant. My review of your flying was spot on. N- okay. You messed up, Venice Way. You really messed up. You took down my review, which had no profanity, wasn't even mean. You messed up big time. You really messed up. I literally said I was excited for a pizza place. I'm worked up now. Because I, I was. All I want is a adequately priced slice of pizza. Now now you're taking, you're censoring me? You're taking down reviews? Uh-uh. Well, maybe, I'm going to show up every there's... single day. Now, Nick, what did your review say? Mine was just about price in general. I I think it was somewhere along the lines of I don't care how good the pizza is or where it's located. Seven. I'm wondering if they can censor reviews if the review basically makes it clear that you have not actually used the establishment. Which I did say. I said I will not go to your establishment until. So Kyle's review is still there. And I see Jay Lloyd's review is still there. They've censored you guys. But they're adding all these BS new ones today. Well, Dirtball fam, have at it. Let's 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 bombard them and change your location. You can change your location. Change it to LA, change it to Venice. Why? You can be a tourist that came and tried the pizza. And say you tried it and it was overpriced. I I I just this is this is absurd to me. Mitch says it's still there. The, our, our reviews are still there, but it's not in the recommended section. Yeah, I just looked and I I couldn't find it either, and I uh I hit three more reviews. What does that oh. mean in the recommended section? I don't know Yelp enough. We've really gone we've really just gone all over the place. Shows off the rails. Nick, you want to play your game? We we need a song for your game. Nicky D, rhyme time. Yeah, do we got any music producers? Un- unfortunately, you have censored. Dylan Mata from being a part of the show. So he's going to say, okay, more jingles. Well, first of all, Nick can make a song. He's talented enough. We got DJ Sizzle. Does Jay Sizzle go by DJ Sizzle? Yeah. He just combines them? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who hopefully I'll see in a couple weeks while I'm out at Fantasy Springs Resort and Casino in Indio, California. He's coming to check out a couple shows. You guys ready for the sequel? Let's do it. <laughs> Sequel's always better than the original, right? Team Wolf 2. I haven't seen it. No? What? Team Wolf 2 was... Was Team Wolf 2 the one with Jason Bateman? He's a boxer. Yeah, in college. Ugh. Yeah. So, for Rhyme Time Dose, we are taking a dive into NFL free agency. Wow. Okay. So, obviously, the NFL season's over. We all miss it right now. I know I do, but... Free agent signings are coming up soon. Pizza star over there. (laughs) (laughs) There, you know, see. 
you know, maybe this game will be like, wait, this guy's a free agent? Because, like, I was doing my, my list before the show today, and I was like, I didn't know that some of these guys are going to be free agents this How year. How many of them do we have here? So, this is going to be a seven-game series. I have seven names. First one to get four is deemed the Rhyme Time Victor. You guys ready? Yes. So, NFL free agents in 2020. Do I have to say ding? I think we should do some kind of tapping in. Maybe it's like a, a raise of the hand, and then think, we, we, we do be, have I think it should review. be a Jeopardy style. The the rhyme has to come to an end. Correct. And then you can jump in. You can't you can't answer before Trebek is done reading. Just raise your answer. hand. So or, it's a raise of the hand. Or say ding. Ding. But yeah. after you got, the you, you rhyme guys is ding done. in, once it's done, I will clarify that, okay. that the rhyme is done. All right, okay. here we go. Starting us off. He left his team in South Beach, but don't call him a snake. When it comes to defenders' ankles, you know they're going to break. If your team needs a halfback, they should pick up. Oh, ding, ding. Kenyon Drake. One point for Joe. What are we doing, ding or raising a hand? I just went off of Joe's hand right okay. there. I don't like that, but that's fine. I was cheap. I knew that one. Did you guys want to do dings? I have to say ding? I don't know. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Okay. One, nothing, Joe. Although he went undrafted, a team says they need him. If he were a pitcher playing against Houston, you know he'd beat him. Go get yourself a budget QB with... Ding! Case Keenum. One to one. Case Keenum was the answer? Case Keenum was the answer. He got it. Wow. Free I was agent. like, isn't there a Steedum out there? Stidham. He plays for the Patriots. When he plays... He's a lean, mean touchdown machine, but the city he plays in is anything but clean. Some say, some might say he's a big drama queen. You know who I mean. It's touchdown machine, bad city, drama queen. What's the what's a dirty city? I mean, there's Cleveland. So there's Detroit. Keyword is when he plays. He's a lean, mean, touchdown machine. But the city he plays in. AJ Green. AJ Green. Took a shot at Cincinnati on that one. I'm wearing a Cincinnati shirt. The disrespect to my right. So what is that? Two to one? Two to one. Yeah. All right. That was a good one. Thank you. He changes his team, so don't call him a townie. His footwork's so sweet like the cut of a brownie. Ding. Yeah, you got to wait for the done. I'm, right, I'm I'm here on the buzzer too, bud. <laughs> if you don't know it by now, you're definitely a ding, ding. ding. No, I still I know I had Andy, it. Andy, Andy, Clowny. Andy. And Clowny. I'm giving it to Andy. Thank you. I you think I clearly dinged in before him. I don't you know. Just keep trying to keep this no, close. No, you didn't. I dinged. I knew right away. You did ding prematurely, or that's what the girls be telling me. Yeah. Oh. All right, two, two, to two. two. Keep things interesting. I think what we have to do is we just have to ding when you're ready. Because this is okay. absurd. I, I agree. Okay. I agree. His rookie year was great. He was playing like Yoda. But now when he plays, it's like he's got mesothelioma. <laughs> the Titans were better without... Ding! Ding! Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota is the correct answer. I waited too long. All right. Prano has a 3-2 lead. 3-2 lead. He can win it right here. Yeah. And I think he might. You can hit the mall and ball like John Wall, or you can blow your fucking hand off with a firework like 
Ding. Ding. Jason Pierre Paul. Got it. Man. Joe takes the two nothing rhyme time lead. All right. All time. Dug myself in a hole here. I don't like it. I was gonna guess Darth Maul. <laughs> Go a little. Well, Maul was in the in the rhyme. You can't rhyme yeah. Maul with Maul. Shoot for Kanye. Yeah. yeah, I mean Kanye can do it. Hit you with a little Star Wars. You seen you seen all the Star Wars? Oh, I actually have them ranked. I did this the other night when I was in bed. I ranked all of the. I ranked the original. All of the Star Wars movies, including the or just the trilogy so, ones. So I, I did all of the, the the original six, and then I have the Disney ones ranked separately. Okay, but not. But I'm saying not a. Uh, oh, you're saying e- you're even the side ones. So the even original, the, even the subplots, the, the the two trilogies, right? And then the the subplots I put under the the Disney section. Can I guess the six? You want to guess my top six? Yeah. Of the Disney ones or just everything? Of the of the of the original six. Okay, so the of the original six. Ready? You're gonna guess my list. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna say the right answer, and then you can. And we'll see if you have it correct. Okay. So Empire Strikes Back. That's one. Uh, A New Hope. The uh, original. That, episode that, three. Episode four. Episode four. That's my third. Wow. That's my third. We're. I'm. Okay. So. Then. Uh, Return of the Jedi. It's my fifth. So you have any of the original? You have any of the one, two, three? You have those ahead of the original Star Wars? I do. Bro, bro, just like get out of here. Yeah, here's my list. Here's my list. It goes. I don't even want to hear. This is disrespectful. Empire Strikes Back, number one. Revenge of the Sith. I have that, as my is number that three. Two. That's that's three. Okay. A New Hope is my third. Then I got Phantom Menace. I know there's a lot of controversy with Phantom Menace being at four, but for me, it was the first Star Wars I ever saw, and you know some of the the, the scenes. Darth Maul is a badass. He's great. I thought it was awesome. And it was the first movie to ever be fully made digitally. Also, can we stop acting like Return of the Jedi is some great Star Wars movie? It's a good movie. Ugh, get out of here. It's 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 Empire and then A New, New Hope. Hope. And then, then if Return you want if Jedi. you wanted to throw Sith in there at three, nah, man. you could if you wanted to make nah. an argument. I can hear that argument, yeah. You nah. you could want you could. Dude, if 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 I'm saying this is the only leeway you have for putting any of the second three above any of the first three. And that's the only one. Then you could go Jedi. But then you go Jedi, and then the other two. And the other two are just tied for last. They're like the, you know. Clone Wars is the last, of course. I, 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 I will, I'll hear that, 100%. I'm just saying, like, Jedi is not good. I, I've watched it recently. It is awful. It's not awful. I recently watched it, too. I watched when I was home over Christmas break. I couldn't sleep. I watched. I watched the first three, dude. Do not put. I'll tell you what episode is the worst. This episode. <laughs> do not put episode six oh four. Pray no. That disrespect. That's also disrespectful. Episode six oh four is the Jar Jar Banks of Dirty Sports Podcast. We've definitely done worse. Do it, not put the first three. This is what happens when you can't say fuck. See what happens. The whole thing falls apart. I didn't. That's a whole other discussion. I didn't say that, Joe. They don't say the f bomb in Star Wars. The first three, for sure. How good it is. The, the fact that I, I just uh, anybody not ranking the first three, do whatever order you want. 
But to not have the the first three in your first three, no. But but you all the the first two are the first two. It's Empire and then New Hope. That's the I won't even hear arguments otherwise. Let's just start there. Yeah, I agree. I can hear that. Yeah, I I I, and 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 that's the thing. A New Hope and and Sith are like they're, they're, they're right there for me. They're right there. You have Sith and a New Hope together. Yeah. They're, they're they're very close. It's a bad take. No, that's 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 the a Revenge word. of the Sith is actually a lot of people's number one. A lot. Well, I don't people, care. Those there's, people are drunk. These people have never ever left their apartment. It's they a great know, movie. They don't know what they're doing. It saved the the set. It saved the prequels. Correct. Saved it. Yeah. But it's still not Star Wars. Not Star Wars. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's still not. The original, like the first well, no, one. No, of course it's not going to be the original, and no one like they didn't really, they they really had. And then no the original option. three fell off. Yeah, I can agree with the return of the. I mean, the Ewoks are ridiculous, and you know it's a. The Ewoks are fun. Turned into a Disney movie before it got bought by Disney. Re- return of the Jedi is just when like Star Wars was banging. I mean, you have in, Care Bears, you have Care Bears taking down Adat Walkers with like string. I mean, let's not let's not pretend to. Yeah, but they were fun. All right, so next episode, you guys are gonna make your Star Wars lists. We we just did. I agree with yeah, Joel. Although I'd have to, I'd have to can take. I actually, I haven't seen the the last one. I haven't either. Did you see the last one? Oh, the most uh, yeah. the most recent one. Yes, I have. I can't get into those. I'm sorry. Just like Adam Driver as a bad guy is is just laughable. I have me. that as my third best Disney Star Wars. But I'm also including the Mandalorian series in that. And like Solo and yep. blah, blah, blah. Yep. See, then I'm also going to throw that. Although I really liked Rogue One. So but whatever. now that we're here, should we do it? Sure, no, go for number it. Number one, man. Rogue One. Number two, Mandalorian. Number three, the new one. I think Rise Mandalorian of is Star Wars uh, Walking Dead. I'm, uh, it's fine, but it's not great. Number four, Fo- Force Awakens. Five, Solo. Six, Last Jedi. Get out of here, Last Jedi. It's I mean, these, these are such bad takes. First of all, Solo's good. And I love Woody Harrelson in it. Did you see Solo? Yeah, it was all right. It was okay. Oh, man. The Force is not with you guys, I'll tell you that much. I mean, just put put Baby Yoda in, like, some sort of locker or something. Like, what? every episode is like, oh, and then I turn my back and somebody's got him. It's like, well, stop leaving him somewhere. But, like... You know, uh, Zach Galifianakis kept a baby on a, in a, you know, baby Bjorn and all the hangover. Just put, get a baby Yoda Bjorn. Stop putting him down. By the way, that's a great T-shirt. Baby Yoda on a like in front of someone in the baby Bjorn. Yeah, with Zach Galifianakis from the Hangover. <laughs> yeah, with the with the with the Galifianakis sunglasses on. You mean? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Dirty Sports merch coming back. <laughs> Jay Lloyd, can you we'll get, get the, sued immediately? I know we will. Jay Lloyd, can you get that Photoshop going though? I see him in the comment section. There, there's already that T-shirt for the Hangover. That's what you're saying. Take that T-shirt, make it Baby Yoda. Yeah, put Baby Yoda in place. Yeah, I do kind of like it. It's a brilliant idea. Yeah. See, you go to church, man. You come up with good ideas. All right, ready? Since this episode's off the rails, <laughs> gun to your head. You got to murder one of them. You got to slit their throat and watch them bleed out. Baby Yoda or Baby Groot? Groot. What? Screw Groot. Oh, I'll die. Although I, I will say Hasbro confirmed that the coronavirus could stall 
Baby Yoda toy production. Wow. You know, don't good. Disney, Disney is just Disney is just Disney has turned into a money. What's going on in the comment section, Nick? Mongering whore. Uh, I'm getting ripped with, for my Star Wars take. With Star yeah, Wars, um, deservedly so. Just uh, yeah, you earn that. Not not a whole lot. You earn that properly. Yeah, they're, they're, they're my takes. You know, they're my. Can opinions. we can we talk a little sports thing for a minute? Yeah, I've, lo- been, I've been trying. I love this thing. Okay, I love this Tom Brady to the 49ers. You know, we've been I've been talking about this for years, right? This is the original deal. He grew up. He loved them. But you know, this is the original. This is supposedly what is behind the original, original Belichick Brady craft beef. Is that? Well, the- yeah, it's known. It's well, it's known. John Lynch tried to trade for him. Yeah, it's known. So if you're the Patriots, right, and you don't, or I should say, if you're the Niners, and you don't get Brady two years ago, th- or close to three years ago now. You go to a Super Bowl with Garoppolo, you're you're replacing Garoppolo with 42-year-old Brady? You want to hear my take? They win that Super Bowl with Tom Brady. I agree with you, but it's too late for that. No, man. I know Brady's numbers weren't good last year. That's a better team with Tom Brady. Next year? Yes. But then but then what? So, So here's the problem with it. How how long are you signing Tom Brady for? Two seasons. Two seasons. Okay, so you're signing for two seasons. So what do you do with Jimmy Garoppolo? You cut. I, I looked into it. The Ringer did a big article on it. You either cut Jimmy G, or you or you trade him. If they get rid of him, they'll actually save money. Only if Tom Brady takes less than Jimmy G. No, they can still pay Brady thirty million because Jimmy G's contract. I do. I don't know the logistics of it because that stuff. is— Well, not in the next two years. They don't save money. They do. Yeah, they maybe save money in the long term because they don't pay him, and they're just paying his. They just pay his bonus and they cut him. But the point is, is I that- think they do though, Joe. I think they do. I'm gonna pull up the article. They laid it out in the article at the Ringer that they would save. But then money. you. But so now you're just all in for two years with a thirty million dollar Tom Brady. That's yeah. your strategy. It, yeah, it is. I don't like it. I like it. I don't think Tom Brady is. A significant improvement over Jimmy Garoppolo. Moving on from Garoppolo would free up an additional twenty-two point four million, bringing their total cap space to about forty million. Brady, who's expected to fetch around thirty million annually, would eat up a big chunk of that. But San Francisco would still have room to try and re-sign Emmanuel Sanders. So they wouldn't save money. They, they, it would cost them eight million more dollars. If they save twenty two million by cutting Garoppolo and they pay Tom Brady thirty million, they spend eight million more dollars. I don't know, man. They got a pretty stacked team. Yeah, they went to the Super Bowl. Obviously. They went to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't want Brady to go I want him to come to the Chargers, but it'd be a kind of a a little storybook ending. He grew up a Niners fan, a Montana fan. He finished his career there. I, it kind of sucks for Jimmy Garoppolo. It would suck for Jimmy Garoppolo. You, you're just getting you're just getting screwed by Tom Brady like every single turn you go, and yeah, I said this was I said this, I said this for two years that the move of trading Brady and keeping Garoppolo 
actually would have been better for both teams. You have a quarterback now in New England that knows the system, that's young, that you're going to get a team-friendly deal on. You don't have to pay him the money that he paid when he left. Yeah. And you get Brady to go there to San Francisco. But to now to do it is like 42-year-old Tom Brady? Like, do you think – like the Niners have a better chance of winning the Super Bowl with Tom Brady last year. Yeah. But I don't think the Niners necessarily win the Super Bowl. They have a better chance of it. And then what? I don't. No, I'm saying like I don't agree. Like I think they had a lead. Obviously their defense gave up a lot of points. I think they win that game. I mean, I could be I mean, again, we don't know. I think yeah. they do. I just the 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 diminishing returns. 42-year-old Tom Brady never played outside Belichick. You're like I I think that's I I don't think that that's a good deal. I think that you're punting. I, 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 I think, think you're punting on a quarterback who's getting paid a lot, but he's not getting paid. You know the Kirk Cousins, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson number, and you just went to the Super Bowl. And because he, he doesn't deserve some of those, like he doesn't deserve Russell Wilson's. Number. He doesn't deserve Kirk Cousins' numbers. By the way, he, he won the division last year. He, he went to the Super Bowl. He doesn't deserve Russell Wilson numbers, in my opinion. Not even close. And and for the record, I do think that they improve. Prano, I'm telling you, I think you have a great offensive mind. You 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 have a truly gifted coach in Shanahan. I I love my chance, dude. You say it all the time. It's a Super Bowl or bust league. They were they were a quarter away from winning the Super Bowl last year. I think Tom Brady does put them over the edge, and in my opinion, and he might have last year. But I don't think he does going forward. Okay. Well, I, I think you take a chance. But you now, so now you're saying we have a two year Tom Brady window. And if they all they need is one, would you agree that it's worth it? Yeah. But if they, if they won one, but Super I don't think Bowl, Tom Brady even. I don't think I don't. Here, here's the thing. I don't think the Vegas odds would shift all that much if Tom Brady goes to the 49ers. Yeah, you're probably right. What, like, you know, t- again, Tom Brady lost in the wild card round to the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, they got killed. Yeah. I also think he's got a lot better players, and we uh, we know this, on the 49ers. Yeah. Offensively. I, 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 I'm, not doing th- I'm not doing that deal if I'm the 49ers. I, meanwhile, I'm the guy that said both teams should have done it two years ago. Both teams. Yeah. Should have done it two years ago, and... The 49ers, I, I just don't think the 49ers do that now. Well, let's get the dirtball calls. Before we do that. If, let me ask you something before you move on. If you're ahead. the 49ers, what is your fear going into next year with Jimmy Garoppolo? He can't make the throws? I mean, he beat good teams playing great games. I'm not the world's biggest Jimmy Garoppolo fan. He missed that one wait, throw. Wait, in repeat the what you just said. What what is your fear he, 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 that, that that the, the I'm not an anti Garoppolo guy, but I'm saying what is your fear if you're the Niners moving forward? You know what you're paying Jimmy Garoppolo. This is your team. You made it to the Super Bowl. You're worried that the Rams re- resurge. You're worried that 
like what what team in the NFC is making you shake in your boots? You're worried that the 41-year-old Drew Brees and the Saints put it together another year and this is the one that they t- beat you to the Super Bowl? I mean, you're forgetting the Seahawks. I'm not forgetting the Seahawks. The Seahawks can't fucking convert a third down and get out of the first round since they had the best defense in football. Well, it's just not true. They they won they won a game last year in the playoffs. They beat the fucking 9 and 7 Eagles. They won in Philly. It's not- I, um, I'm sorry. I if I'm the San Francisco 49ers, I'm not worried about the Seattle Seahawks. Uh I talk to anybody on the 49ers. They wanted they had two hard-fought games that both came down to the end. Those 49ers, anybody would agree, wanted no part of playing the four, I'm sorry, of paying the Seahawks again in the playoffs. They of course they would rather rather play but, but of course they would rather play not a division rival in a game if they have to avoid them but i'm saying my point is i'm going i'm looking in my division i'm going the seahawks aren't on our level talent wise i don't know man well you do know you think the seahawks and the san francisco 49ers are comparable football teams in terms of personnel i think the 49ers were a lot better team last year i also know Year to year, the NFL is wild how much it changes. That's all I'm saying. The 49ers were a better team last year. They also played. I just think it's a panic move to go to Tom Brady because if I'm the San Francisco 49ers, I'm going, we're still the class of the NFC. If we still have the same defense and we still have the same running game and we still have the same coach and we still have the same tight end and we still have the same receivers, I think we have a, a personnel over, advantage over every team in the in the league. So now you're making a panic move to try to win in two years. I just know this much. I know the numbers don't lie on this. Go back and look. Everyone should do this. And I obviously don't have in front of me. This is like a tug nug written all over it. The team that loses the Super Bowl in particular always has a big down year the next year. Like the Super Bowl hangover is real. It happens all the time. Yeah. The Patriots have been one of the few teams who can lose and, a Super Bowl. And you think the difference from a, a, having a Super Bowl hangover and not having a Super Bowl hangover is Tom Brady? I think it can 42 be. 42-year-old Tom Brady? I think a guy who's played in nine Super Bowls who brings that experience, who brings that that swag, for lack of a better term, into the locker room, that guys are... Dude, it's nothing against Jimmy G. I don't dislike Jimmy G. I don't even know how I feel about Jimmy G at this point. I just know what if you have Brady leading your team Again, a veteran at the most important position on the field, I do think it makes a difference. Jimmy G, by the way, at this point, is a veteran. He's been in the league a long time, played in the Super Bowl, has played on the Patriots, has two rings from the Patriots. I mean, unless your fear is that Jimmy Garoppolo made it through a full season so he doesn't make it through a full season again. I just think that that has panic move written all over it. Fine, gun to my head, though. If I'm saying 49ers, same team, Jimmy G or Tom Brady next year, it's not even a question for me. I'm for sure taking Tom Brady. You're basing this solely on what Tom Brady did with the Patriots. I am. You're right. No disagreement there. Which we're about to find out whether or not Tom Brady has the stones and believes truly in his heart of hearts that he can do it without Belichick. We're about to find out. We are. Because... And if he stays, he goes back to the Patriots. Then you're right. Then it's Tom Brady laying down and saying, "I can't do this on my own," because 
the 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 panic move of of going with Brady over then just like then what's to stop Tom Brady from going to the Chargers or the Raiders or the Bucks or the Titans or the whatever? Yeah, because dude, the Titans played in an AFC Championship game. You got a great coach. You got a great defense. You got a great running back. Go there. Like the Chargers two years ago were thirteen and three. Twelve and four, but yeah, twelve and four with a great defense and a good running back, good ish, good receivers. Yeah. So I don't know. I to me that just it seems like a panic move when you have a quarterback that's your franchise quarterback that just took you to a Super Bowl. Well, Joe, here's something that you and I can both agree on: GTP picks. I'd love to see how how GTP picks would be swayed from a Tom Brady to the Niners move i would too guys if you're still paying your bookie out every week you need to get help from our friends at gtp picks it's a data-driven sports betting service that offers winning advice for an affordable price gtp picks has a new offer for all the dirt balls that's you guys you can now get full access to every gtp sports betting play for less than 20 dollars per week This offer includes plays from NBA, NHL, the English Premier League, and most importantly, March Madness. I'll tell you what, guys. March Madness will be around the corner two weeks starting from Thursday, tomorrow. You really want to hop on GTP Picks to work with them to get their insight before the games start. Simply go to gtppicks.com and use promo code DIRTY at checkout to redeem this offer. If you like making money while watching sports, investing with GTP Picks is a no-brainer. And uh, hop on this now again. March Madness is right around the corner. You have all the other sports as well. Speaking of March Madness, Andy, I have started a Dirtball Fam March Madness bracket on ESPN. It's the ESPN Tournament Challenge app. Nice. And so here's what I'm going to do. After the show's over, I'm going to send the details, the link, and the password to our producer friend over there, Nick D'Alessandro. Okay. Who is going to put it into our Reddit. And then you can go to the Dirty Sports Reddit today, tonight. The Reddit. To it, and you can find it. And then later on in the weeks to come. Between, It'll be in the podcast description. Yeah. In the... For between now and uh, when the thing, we'll do it. But but for today, I'm gonna send it to Nick. If you want to get in nice and early, I'm sending it to Nick, and he's gonna put it in our he's gonna put it in our Reddit. You're trying to push that Reddit. I don't know why not. Perry Porter just got excited. I'm just thinking about places where you can put texts and people can find it. Ah, uh, you know, yeah, put text. So the Reddit. Better be a nice spot. Yeah, check it out, guys. Uh, on that note, we got a few dirt ball calls. The hotline is three one zero. Three five nine eight three six five. So let's uh, let's start these uh, these calls off. Hey guys, this is Samir, uh, longtime listener, first time calling, and I think maybe the first dirt ball to ever call in that has a Middle Eastern name, at least that I can recall. Uh, anyway, this calls for Joe. Joe, I. Uh, Never really wore hats as a kid. I always had a big head and thought I looked really funny in them. I never really wore hats as an adult either, but lately I find myself not caring as much. 
So I'm starting to wear hats more. I'm looking to get some style advice from you. Uh, could use your advice on types of hats, fits, uh, hats you recommend, recommend um, any sports teams hat that you find really, uh, that you really like wearing. Uh, appreciate all your advice. Appreciate all you guys do. Condoms are for the Philadelphia Eagles and, are stu- and all their stupid-ass fans. Well, this is uh, an easy segue into uh, this beautiful to beautiful shout uh, a shout out for this beautiful hat that we were given by who who gave us these Keenan Soto Keenan Soto down in Houston uh, he gave us some El Paso Chihuahuas hat you're wearing one you're wearing a Chihuahua swinging a bone and he gave me the El Paso with the EP my go to hat like I would say seventy percent of the hats I own New Era fifty nine fifty baseball yeah you know classic baseball hat the new era 5950 i wear a seven and a half find the hat size that's right for you and uh to me that's like uh, new era for as long as they've been doing the major league baseball hats do a fantastic job new era now has uh licensing deals beyond baseball tons of other sports hats uh basketball for sure football i think they were they they do some in uh, minor leagues, tons of them. So I would say a great place to start is New Era. Just yeah. go to New Era's website is also fantastic. I just went to New Era the other day and I was like, I wonder if there's a corduroy Mets hat. Put it in, found a beautiful black corduroy Mets snapback out of stock. I'll have to keep my eye on it. But it's just like whatever you need. Like I said, do the Mets have a black corduroy hat? They do. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, so I would start with New Era. Um, and then, you know, I'm not like a hat snob by any means. Like I said last episode. Like I said, I I, I should say like I, I don't want to use the word snob, but you you're particular. There aren't there aren't brands that I won't wear. There's just styles I don't wear. I don't wear a low crown. I'm more of a high crown guy, a ba- more of a baseball hat fit. I don't you know, I don't I don't tend to like get like the, the kind of like rednecky like you know you know trucker hat yeah style not not trucker hat like I, I wear I wear plenty of like the trucker mesh hat style too especially like when I go out in the summer surfing go out by the pool play volleyball uh, I'll go mesh when I need a light hat um, but I'm saying that like the low profile hat the bent the brim's a little bit more bent it sits on your head sort of that like dad hat style i stay away from the dad hat style by the way i love i'm a high crown guy that's what i that that's the definition i'm a high crown man i and love if you don't know what that means it's just it sits higher yeah. on your head i love these minor league hats we're getting i love them yeah you know now i have the amarillo sod poodles shout out to dirty randy last week again sent me the chattanooga lookouts the reds double a affiliate and now keenan has sent us the el paso chihuahuas who are the AAA affiliate for the Padres. Great. So now we have the AA and AAA teams. And I, and I just love them because they're unique-looking hats. And there's a million great uh, minor league teams. Yeah. You know, like so many awesome different uh, franchise names. So I I, st- I would say if you're not a hat guy, I would start at New Era and work, work your way from there. Or... or Nick, what was the where did I get where did little Tex get his hat? Oh, yeah. Cavenders. Got my boots from Cavenders. I always tip chauffeurs. That's is, cowboy is hats. it is it thanks chauffeurs? Boots from Cavenders. I always think 
chauffeurs been to San Antonio, but we don't like the Spurs. I've been in the smut shack, the stain. I will say, if you like snapbacks, my go-to brand would be Mitchell and Ness. Nice, yeah. nice Mitchell retro. Mitchell and Ness, solid yeah. com- company as mm-hmm. well. Great throwback everything. Mitchell and Ness, great throwback year. Yeah, I have a nice throwback Mitchell and Ness Nick snapback my, with Patrick Ewing on the brim. My only problem with the, uh, you know, the new era and, and these fitted hats now—they're they, too damn expensive. I mean, you're looking at thirty-eight bucks. Yeah, it's call me an old guy, but I remember when they were a good solid twenty-five bucks. Thanks, Obama. I mean, what happened? Inflation, bro. But like, okay, this is the comparison I use: hat inflation is like college tuition inflation, where it just keeps going up, and it's not relative to people's actual income. I Don't you remember as a kid, if you went in high school, I'm just saying, okay, and I know high school was 20 years ago or whatever, 20 plus years ago, if you look at how much a fitted hat was now, almost it's like 40 bucks now yeah. with taxes. 38 bucks, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Just saying. Get some hats. I know because I was just on. I was literally just on New Era yesterday because I've decided I uh, I need a black Mets hat. But I hate I hate that the Mets went black with blue brims for a while. Anybody who knows me knows I don't do black and blue together. Um, So I'm looking for there's a black and white Mets hat. Black Mets hat, white NY. Thinking about going with that, but I'm I'm in a dark phase. This is my black period. Yeah. I got, a, I got a lot of black hats. A now, black and gray. Now, this is a good segue. We're talking about different ideas. It's a good segue for this next call. Sorry, Andy. I think I was in a bad cell, but let me repeat this call. It's Stripper Dermot Bryson here. And um, I want to hear y'all's imagination flowing. Y'all get a lot of the same sports calls, so I want to switch it up here. If you could go on Shark Tank, what product would you pitch and which shark would you want to invest in your product? I want to see what you bring to the table, Joe and Andy. Let's see what you got. Stay dirty. Well, as you know, I'm maybe the world's biggest Shark Tank fan. You are. Can I say something before you say what you're going to say, real quick? What's Bryson was a stripper. Like, what are you doing now? Where does the life go that you're a male stripper to like? Were you like selling stocks now? Like, where does it go? I have a male stripper friend. I've I have two former male stripper friends. Two. One's now a comedian. Aaron Berg used to be a stripper. Oh, really? Aaron Berg. And my friend Josh is now a real estate agent. Interesting. Yeah. Let me know, Bryson. DM me. I'd love to hear it. So, Joe, Shark Tank. So I've thought a lot about Shark Tank over yes. the years. But I have two. I've I've I have a lot of uh, I have a lot of Shark Tank ideas. Some of them I honestly truly don't want to give away right now. Okay, so that's fine. I don't want somebody to beat me to a uh, you know a patent or something yeah. like that. But I'll give you two. Of my current favorite Shark Tank ideas. One, inspired by my injury, I want to... So, a big problem that I have with when I'm using my crutches, and I've seen that there is a uh, a crutch caddy. There's a thing that'll hook onto your crutches where it's like a little like water bottle holder or whatever. But my biggest issue with crutches is I can't carry cereal soup ramen a glass a full glass of water i i'm basically and i i like to be an environmentalist so i i'm using a lot of single-use plastics yeah 
because I'm using water bottles at home because when you carry any sort of liquid, the crutch thing just makes it shake out. So now what I'm doing is like I'm making a hot cup of coffee and I'm putting it in like a full, you know, pint glass. Yeah. Just so I can kind of grip it like from the top and and not have it spill out as I walk home because I need I, as I walk to my from, just from my kitchen to my bedroom. So I've come up with this, and I know Nick will know this term. That like uh, for for cameras, there's like a gimbal. I have a gimbal right here. So it's it's like a steady cam thing. So the what happens? Nick has one for his camera. You can walk with your camera, move your camera, and it doesn't shake. So I have an idea for a chest tray, a tray that you wear. It straps around your chest. This is ridiculous. And then there's a gimbal arm on it, and it's a tray. So you can place your cereal or whatever on, and as you crutch in, the gimbal arm holds your liquid steady. I, I have something else I want to present to Shark Tank. It's called a gimp pull. A gimple. Gimple. Okay. It's uh, it's a gimp person who has a ball gag that uh, is chained to my bed. Okay. Yeah. That's a, an idea. It's a gimple. So my idea would be, uh, this is for people, you know, solo uh, people who are injured and and can't tend for themselves, or people that have are missing an arm or whatever, where they can't. So so a liquid can sit on this and stay level while you walk. Uh, my other idea, and and who uh, I'd like Mr. Wonderful to get into the, oh! the gimbal tray. I, I'd be happy. Kevin to, O'Leary. I'd be happy to do you know a deal where he gets some percentage of each sale up until he recoups his money. I'm all I, I'm fine with his wacky deals for my my gimbal arm. The other one that I've had an idea for a while, specifically for Mark. I want to go in as Joe Prano, the comedian, and offer a percentage just of me as an entertainer. To Mark, my selling point to Mark is that my first ever TV experience, uh, first ever TV credit is on Axis. Axis, a Mark Cuban-owned network. I'm I'm here based solely on you invest in me. You help me get out there. You Mark, you use all your uh, your you know uh, contacts in sports I, and media. I love this, and you help me blow up as a performer, and you get a cut as a host. As a whatever. But what Mark's going to say, bro, that's an agent. But I'm going to say, no, Mark, because I'm already here on Shark Tank. I've already, I'm already winning by getting the, the publicity of being here. Also, you have a TV network, Mark. We can do this together. Yeah. Skip the agent. Yeah. Is there an agent that's as powerful as Mark Cuban? I feel ya. I mean, Mark Cuban could give you a TV show tomorrow. He could. You want to hear my stupid idea? Yeah. It's so dumb. I thought I'd see the other night. I told Nick this the other night. So Nick loves the queso. Queso dip? Yeah. Okay. You know, it's getting to that part where it's low. And I got my tortilla chips from Trader Joe's. And I got the queso dip. And, you know, you're, you're dipping your hands in there. And they always get you got your knuckles covered in queso. Yeah. So I say to Nick, I was probably stoned at the time. I'm like, yo, why is there not something that like where your hands don't get all the queso or the salsa or whatever it is? Why is there not some sort of designed, whether it's, I don't know, jar or whatever it is 
to where the knuckles don't get the cheese all over them or the salsa. My favorite part about this idea is you don't really have a solution for it. Your idea was just to make the jars bigger. I don't have a solution. Well, I mean, that, what that, is that the is solution? A, a solution is a a shorter, wider jar where you don't have to reach in as deep, right? Yeah. Like queso should come in like a almost like a pan pizza type of. But, tray. but let me ask you this: Is my concern? Do, are there enough people out there who are like, yeah? I've thought about this before. Yeah. Right. Like, it's crossed my mind. Like, f this thing, man. I'm done with this. Are there enough people out there to where companies because the marketing would be this enough people care about this and Frito-Lay and all these different companies that make the queso dip or whoever it is, right? Tostitos. We know we know the we know the Mexican condiment companies. It's the same company actually. They're owned yeah. by the same company. But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or am I just way off base? Is this just an Andy problem? No, I think a lot of people have a problem with sticking their hands in salsa jars. Yeah, and then because then when you dump it in a bowl, it's still like cause you, you like the edges because you can scrape around it too. Sure. Again, I don't have a solution. I don't know. Well, you know, maybe a solution is um, you ever see the dog bowls that they have for the dogs that eat too fast, and so you dump it in, and there's like jagged things in there maybe it's like a salt maybe it's like a squatter salsa bowl that's got like multiple edges it's almost like a maze so you there's more edge you have more edge to work with than just the outer edge. yeah who am I, i'd pitch it to Lori. Lori, she want to sell it on cbs because it's cause on, of that. Uh, QBC. qbc yeah mark would just say get the hell out of here yeah well i've learned so much about shark tank mr mr wonderful kevin o'leary might we, we we might have to do a live Shark Tank viewing at some point because I I'm so good at knowing going in. I just did this with my buddy Pete when I was in Colorado. I know going in who's gonna yes or no. Who's gonna get? Who's gonna yes or no? And generally, what kind of deal they're gonna get. Mark hates it when you come in with any sort of health thing. This despises the idea that you're <laughs> like this is good for you. He's like, there's absolutely no proof of that. You've made this entire thing up. How dare you come in here and say fucking quinoa is good for you? We're, you need hundreds of years of research to prove that. Yeah. Here's my idea. This is what I would pitch. So I had this idea when I was in seventh grade. That's when I first started golfing. And when I, when I golf, I don't like to bring a lot of clubs with me. It takes up too much space. It's heavy. I want one universal iron that changes its angle based on where I'm shooting from because sometimes you're a little, you're a little closer to the pin you want like you know a sand wedge or like a pitching wedge something we, we like that. We know how golf clubs work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I want a golf club that that can change electronically and then all I need is one iron in my bag. I got a driver, I got an iron, I got a putter. That's three clubs in my bag and that's it. But now what problem are you solving? I don't have to carry as many clubs. You don't but like most of the time you don't have to carry like you, you got a pull cart, you got a a golf cart, you got a caddy. You're you're you've come up with an idea. I don't have a caddy. I, I know, but I'm saying you've come up with an idea for less than one quarter of the golf population that is carrying their own bag on their shoulder. Also, your golf club probably isn't going to have the uh, effectiveness of having a club separate for each angle. There's probably going to be some quality loss 
in your golf club. Well, yeah, you know, you, you start with theoretically. You start, you start at square one, and then they get better with improvements. Sure, you know, theoretically, one day you could p- potentially get to a club that you know can keeps its consistency, keeps its sturdiness throughout, like the shifting of the thing. But again, you're not you're not fixing anything. This this isn't solving a problem for me who uses an uh, a motorized golf cart. You're not solving anything for me who carry who drags you know the the pull cart. Or the probably majority of golfers use a caddy. For that reason, I'm out. You know, also, you ever notice when you're golfing, you, you kind of have one favorite club. You know, one club just kind of hits good. You get used to swinging one club, and it's, you know, you get used to it. This solves that issue. You got one club. You know that club. You're used to it. The only thing that changes is the angle. Well, you you realize most people use a, go- a set of golf clubs where all the clubs are the same oh, yeah, at different sure, angles. But, you know, like, I'm not that. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Did you put together some sort of tin cup like mixed bag of clubs? <laughs> well, I have all my golf clubs are always handy. Golf, by the way, golf is a good golf's a good realm to play in though if you want to if you want to make a sale on Shark Tank. Yeah, they all golf. Yeah, of course they're all rich. Yeah. But they all use caddies. For that reason, I'm out. Pitch it to Damon. Seems like a good well, offer. Well, don't somebody that's in the comment section screw on club heads. Is that a thing? Yeah. So for that reason, I'm out. Well, but <laughs> but, this na- is but one now you club but, that changes its right. Angle. And you now you got to screw it. And on. now you got to carry different club heads. You may as well the the shafts aren't the fucking difficult part. Also, you have, you have a golf bag where you reach out that you pull from the top. If you have a if you have a bunch of just heads in the bottom of the back now you're now you have now you've created your salsa problem in your golf bag (laughs) where you're reaching deep into your golf bag to find a club head I screw on golf heads on a concept in general I'm out. Okay, the next call. All right, yeah, let's do the next call. Sorry, Nick. I'll tell you in a golf idea. Hey, gang. Had a question about drugs. I've never done drugs. <clears throat> have no interest in weed, mostly for pride, since literally everybody else tries it. But I am very interested in trying psychedelic mushrooms. Everyone says it's a dumb idea to go to mushrooms and skip weed, but I'm thinking about it. Let me know if this is an idiotic idea and if I should just, you know, try weed first. Uh, thanks again, y'all. Condoms are for Pittsburgh. Uh, fuck the I really want to know who this is because it's it's a Cincinnati area code. Their last call was December twenty first, twenty seventeen. Um, I don't know who their friends are, but I don't know who's telling you to what, what marijuana, cannabis is a, a great drug that I've used for many years. And, yeah, and, and I support it, but. No, I, no relation. To no relation else. whatsoever no. to mushrooms. What What do these things have to do together? Yeah. It's like, I've always wanted to try wine, but my friends are saying that I have to try beer first. These things have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. I've, uh, you know, I've never eaten shellfish. I was thinking about trying lobster, but my friend says I have to have Peking duck. Well, your friend's an idiot. These things are unrelated. Mushrooms are amazing. You should eat them as soon as possible. If you're going to go straight to that, though, just start small and be in a comfortable area. It's the most important thing. I I, yeah, like. I think I think it's important to be outside. Surround yourself with well, good well, good well, people. Also, if you're gonna do shrooms, make sure before you do them that you're in a good place mentally, because you don't want to have a bad trip. Like if you're feeling emotionally stable, 
you know what I'm saying? Like if you deal with some shit and deal with a sherpa, deal with somebody who's done it before, who's gonna you need to have a trip sitter who knows who knows what's gonna happen to you, and can tell you exactly how much you need. It, to it is it. crazy though, man. I, I wouldn't microdose though. I would. That's I would, the new thing right now. Yeah, I know. But it, for my first trip, I wouldn't microdose. I'd, I I'm not saying I would macro. How many times have you done mushrooms? Three dozen. You've done a lot. Two dozen. You've two done dozen. It a lot. I've two only, dozen times. I've only done it twice. I mean, in terms of like, Mike, a little bit here, a little bit there, full trip, half trip. Like, yeah, yeah. I've done, I've done my fair share of mushrooms. They're fantastic. Why yeah. Do not do them? I did them three times in one night in Amsterdam. I will say that's the first time I tried them was in Amsterdam, and then I did them one other time in Vegas. It, it's, I had two. I only done only just those twice, but I've had amazing experiences. But I also, my nature also, though, it does depend on the person, Prano. Like, same way, when I, like, when I get stoned, my nature is always, like, laughing, good, easygoing. Not that they're comparable, but they can be. That's my nature on mushrooms. I can't stop laughing. You know, like, the last time I did them, that, to me, that was what was interesting. We, we went to a party. It was basically a mushroom party. In Las Vegas. I was actually living here at the time, but I was in Vegas. It was a girl I used to date. It was like her and her friend, a couple of my old teacher buddies, a few other people. It was like 10 people at a house party. We all we all did mushrooms. But a few of the people had awful trips. And they like locked themselves in a room. And me and my buddies were having a blast. Which I thought which I found like so interesting the next day. What what caused them? We're all eating the same thing. Why, no, it's, 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 it's a, why are they why are they going on so off? many factors and we're laughing watching movies so many factors they you know they, they weren't comfortable in the environment as you were uh, how much they ate before they took it as compared to how much you ate uh, their just general mental state um, uh, there's a million a million things uh, yeah like but my thing is for for the for, for the very first time I just think it's it's great to be outside yeah. because what it does is it like everything is heightened. Oh yeah. So it don't take it and walk around Times Square unless you love loud shit. Yeah, don't do that. You know? I, I agree. I would suggest if you're going to do it for the first time there's a great YouTube channel that talks about all this stuff. It's called Psyched Substance. He kind of goes in depth about a lot of different things that you should kind of Prepare yourself for going into it to make yourself have a safe time. Yeah, and I would do. I would. I, it sounds like a good channel, and Nick's giving it a seal of approval. But I wouldn't. I also wouldn't over uh, think it. Yeah, I wouldn't over investigate it. Don't psych yourself out. Pun intended. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just, just go fucking sit by a brook. Go fishing with your buddy and eat some mushrooms. You're gonna have a great time. Yeah, you will. You might start thinking about like, man, we shouldn't be catching fish. It's like they're they're animals too, and like what? But like, that's the worst thing that's gonna happen if you go fishing. Yeah, you're gonna start caring too much about the fish. The mind will go places, man. Call maybe, the hotline. Maybe we could Shark Tank something with mushrooms. By the way, I did have a golf idea. So you know, par three courses. Yeah. Super fun. There's right? one right by here. Yeah. So par three courses are sort of. I mean. The, I would say the easiest way to describe a par three course. It's the short bus of golf courses. It's it's <laughs> it's the mini golf version of real golf. 
Why isn't there par three courses that embrace the mini golf culture? Ooh. We now have driving ranges that embrace sort of mini golf culture with top golf. They're they're telling you how fast it is, how far it is, there's lights to hit. Why why am I not able to like from seventy yards out, seventy five yards out, let me hit it into a fucking castle, dog. Through a windmill. Yeah. Yeah. But like on but th- mushrooms. But think about yo, this. Yo, yo, this is like a theme park. You you get mushrooms, you microdose. I'm telling you, this is it. And then you get handed a set of golf clubs, and you don't know is that really a castle or are you just tripping? But when you mini golf, the all the architecture and everything has to be is contained by space. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, you're hitting into a clown, but the clown can't be fucking big because you're on like a you know, maybe a half acre lot. I'm talking about you got this par three course hidden into a fucking real ass castle. You I know? love it. Like yeah. you gotta cross a fucking straight up drawbridge. Yeah, man. To find the fucking I do it. The green. Yeah. While you're on mushrooms. You only need one club with my club too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did we did we just create our own golf game? You know, Prano, you said this is like the Jar Jar Banks of Dirty Sports Podcast episodes. I'm thinking we just created the best game ever. Mesa Player. Three Park Off. The hotline is 310-359-8365. Leave your call and we might play it. All right, guys. We got through this weird episode. It happened. On to the weekend. You excited? I'm excited for that Knicks, or the, sorry, that Lakers Clips game on Sunday. Oh, yeah. We're calling it. I I almost did something without your approval first. I almost reached out to Chris Wilde to see if he was going to that game, and if not, say, "Dog, you got to get over here and ruther it up on Sunday." Without my approval? Yeah, just like ha- invite him to come and join us. Oh, okay. You're gonna surprise me. Yeah, but then I was like, "Oh, Andy might have invited you know whoever to come do something." I, who knows? He's like Andy might have invited the minute Tug heard live. He he yeah. started camping yeah. out. Tug's here. Tug will be barbecuing set you know, Sunday morning. <laughs> Oh, I got a little extra breakfast. I mean, I made my kids breakfast. I figured you guys might want some Eggo waffles over here, making some waffles. His wife's like, Tug, I don't think the game starts at 9 a.m. He's like, we got to prepare. Yeah. Getting over there. Did you invite Tug? Tug, Will will Tug be joining us? I didn't talk to him about it yet. Yeah. I mean, I could. Let's get Tug over here. Chris, if he's around. I mean, Tug is chomping at the bit for March Madness. He's, He's stoked, huh? So what what is the plan for March Madness? Are we just doing that Thursday? We'll go live from opening tip-off Thursday through all the games like we did last year. But then remember Tug came back? Remember Tug texted me? Mm-hmm. Just me and Tug did like four more hours the next day. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm bringing it back. I do remember that, yeah. So this year, I'm here Thursday. I leave Friday for Palm Springs. So Thursday, let's go all day. All day. Love it. Maybe I'll have a new couch by then. We'll see. All right, guys, that's the show. Thanks for sticking around. Follow us on social media. I mean, cool. You should. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not plugging it. Just follow me. At Joe Prano on Instagram, at Fix Your Life on Twitter, uh, JoePrano.com for shows. I'll be in Hoover, Alabama next Wednesday through Sunday. That's the 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, and 15th at the Stardome. <laughs> It's like uh, mini golf for comedy. 
Um, and then the following week, as I just said, Friday and Saturday, I will be in Fantasy Springs Resort and Casino in Indio, California. Going to check out some tennis, Indian Wells. And uh, so if you're out there in the desert, come come to that. And uh, there's new episodes of Dirty Slides that just dropped today, which we cannot promote to you guys anywhere but here right now because for some reason the Dirty Slides Twitter has been revoked from us. We'll get to the bottom of that soon. Nick Dale on Twitter. The L is a capital I. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, just check out the Reddit if you guys want to join the Tournament Challenge. It will be posted on there immediately after this episode is finished. That's me. All right, Dirtballs. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, and as always, never forget, stay dirty.